John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast. Theme tune time. Let's go, John. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. I told you there's no way I'm singing. Come on. John and Sam in Japan. John and Sam in Japan. Yeah. John and Sam in Japan. Never gonna happen. And put your clothes back on, it's just weird. Ah, never! John and Sam in Japan, the international comedy podcast. Welcome to the show. Here's John. And here's Sam. And this is John and Sam in Japan. The international comedy podcast. How are we doing, Sam? Yeah, everything's going well over here. Summer has truly begun. I just had recollections of saying, actually, last time that spring had started. (laughs) (laughs) More podcast gold. Summer is absolutely boiling here, really, is what I'm trying to get at. So if you can hear me sweating, if you hear drips, then that's me. But yeah, everything's fine here. But I did actually today, I kind of got caught out somewhat. But well, let me tell you the story. You can tell me what you think about it. <laughs> so we, we had the air conditioners we've got. Like, like as I say, it's boiling. The air conditioners we've got, one of them started making a bit of a funny noise. So the guy that installed them, like when we had them installed, said, anytime you can call me up and I'll come and do a little like soft maintenance or whatever. So he came around today and I'd taken my youngest kid out. And when I came home, uh, my wife said, everything's been sorted out. It didn't cost us any money. He's just kind of like tweaked this and that. And she said, this aircon here in the living room, she said, oh, the the inside bit was a little bit slanted. And she she said, the guy said that would have probably been uh, when it was cleaned by... And she said, like, you know, well, when basically when I cleaned it, right. I've moved the inside bits. Right. So she's gone, you have, you've got to be more careful when you're cleaning it. And I, I said, oh, yeah, yeah fine. Of course, of course, I will be from now on. <laughs> but of course, the, tr- the truth is she's asked me loads of times to clean it. And I absolutely never have. <laughs> so, so today I, ha- I kind of got, in, got like a semi not telling off, but a slap on the wrist for something that I definitely didn't do. <laughs> yeah. But c- but couldn't protest about not doing. Just had to take it. <laughs> so I've escaped up here. And again, just once more thankful that she doesn't listen to the podcast. Hey, yeah. <laughs> I, I can I can see uh listeners, John is um in a new location. He's seems to be moved into his new house. Yeah. How's that all gone? Did it all go smoothly? Yeah, yeah, relatively. I mean, it's just moving house, isn't it? So it was just building furniture and all that and um just yeah just trying to live in the house while we're trying to get it sorted is just a, a bit of a nightmare but yeah at the moment we've got one last sort of chest of drawers being delivered on tuesday that i'll have to build and then after that i think today i've got there's um I've got like a giant sideboard it's about two meters long and we're gonna put it in the girl's room so it came from my grandma's house my missus liked it it's like you know very sort of old style wood so we uh we sanded it down and then she was like oh we should put i said oh we should use this varnish on it and she was like no i don't i don't think that's a good idea and i was like well i think it is because i think this varnish is fine (laughs) i sort of i get i get the impression here that you wouldn't be telling this story if this has a happy ending (laughs) (laughs) yeah so um so then she was like she wasn't having it that this you know, because I, I said, basically, she was like, oh, I said, look, if you look at it carefully, it's made out of two different types of wood because 
she'd painted some of this varnish on one one of the woods, which was a dark wood. And she said, oh, it's too dark. I don't want it. I said, yeah, but the vast majority of the cabinet is made out of this lighter wood. And if you paint it on that, it'll look fine. Anyway, she didn't believe me. This is while it was still in my dad's garage. So at some point during that afternoon, she'd gone off and had a chat with my dad. And he'd said, oh, no, yeah, use that varnish. That's fine. So anyway, come back and start varnishing it. And I'm sat there all smug saying, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, but you're, you're right. smug. But there's also, this is something that I, happens a lot in my house where I recommend something is yeah. completely ignored or rejected. Yeah. Someone else recommends exactly the same thing and it's wholeheartedly yeah. embraced. Yeah, well, her exact words were before, it's because your opinions are shit. I was like, right, fair <laughs> So we, we painted this. Yeah, so we painted this thing, and I was feeling very smug. Very, uh, but it turns out the varnish that my dad had given us was like massively out of date, so it just completely fucked up this, um, this oh, cabinet. No. So then I had to go, like, this is over a period of about a week. We've had it in the garden in our new house trying to dry it out in the sunshine but this varnish don't know what's wrong with it but it's basically out of date and so it's, it just will not dry it's like glue right i never even knew varnish could go out of date well no neither did i um so then now i've had to paint it with thinner so all the sort of glue turns into like snake skin so i've had to scrape it all off and you'll never be able to scrape ah. all of it off uh so then no. yes so yesterday i was trying to sand it i have to sand it all again so I've done most of it. So this afternoon, well, after I finish talking to you, I'm going to go sand it all again and then uh, I'm going to paint are it with some... Are you using like, sorry, are you using like a machine sander or just like a bit of sandpaper in your hand? Well, so because of the, when we've, well, I'm using a machine sander, but because it's quite intricate, I have to use hand sandpaper. So I feel like I've got like a 15 year old boy's wanking claw. My hand's just like, <laughs> My fingers can't straighten. John, 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 Sam, in Japan. This is JNS in J News. It's time for the news, John. What have you got for us? All right, so this is from the Mirror Online, and it said, Dad's teen daughter dumbfounded and upset, and upset, excuse me, over his what, do you think? Oh. Um, is it some kind of collection? No, it's not a collection, no. Uh, is it a tattoo? No. <laughs> so it's something, it's a prank. So his, da- so his dad's teen daughter done found an upset over his cruel something prank. So he did a prank on her. Ah, okay. Uh, do do you if this prank had happened to you, if like you're on the receiving end of yeah. it, would you think it? Would you be dumbfounded or? Yeah, I'd be livid. Um, oh, okay. Uh, he like, didn't like kill her dog. No, it's just one of these. Um, pranks which just causes a shitload of mess and it's yeah it's like what was the point in that uh ah, okay does it involve tomato ketchup no <laughs> but it's it is food yeah so well it said dad's teen daughter dumbfounded upset over his cruel birthday cake prank um so 
It says, for most people, pranks are something best left for April Fool's Day and should be avoided for the rest of the year. Uh, so there aren't many of us who would enjoy having someone play tricks on us all year round. But one dad has learned the hard way of how upsetting unwanted pranks can be after he left his 18-year-old daughter dumbfounded by pulling a prank on the morning of her birthday. Right. So what do you think he did with this birthday cake prank? So you've already kind of said it made a mess. So yeah. did he did he put like exploding like quite exploding candles or something in it <laughs> and when they lit it it kind of like exploded the cake everywhere <laughs> no that'd be good that i've seen i saw one on somebody uh made a cake around a balloon and when they cut into it with a knife it fucking popped and went everywhere <laughs> <Bam>. yeah <laughs> yeah that's good no so uh, this one it's uh so there's obviously the 18 year old girl. She obviously got a 16 year old brother who is by the time just a shit house. So it says the dad explained that his 16 year old son had told him about his plan to smash cake into his sister's face on her birthday as soon as she woke up, and he decided to step in and help because he thought it would make her laugh. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't seem to know his daughter very well. No. It's like the son going, oh, yeah, tomorrow night I'm just going to go into a bedroom and smash a cake in her face. Oh, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. I'll join in. Um, so instead, the teenager was simply left upset. And while she did enjoy the rest of her birthday, she was clearly unhappy with her dad and her brother. So um, in the post, the man said, uh, my daughter's 18th birthday was yesterday. On the eve of her birthday, my son told me about his idea to smash cake and whipped cream on his big sister's face when she woke up. I thought it would be funny and make my daughter laugh. So I agreed to do it with my son. I would say my biggest regret here is not telling my wife I knew about the plan. <laughs> so... <laughs> so he's in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> because I, I don't want to sort of generalise here, but I, the wife had nothing to do with it. No. But I bet you she was involved in the cleaning well, up yeah. of the cake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, because um, I, I originally thought that they just, you know... Um, kicked a bedroom door in and just whacked a cake in her face. Um, that's what, Yeah, yeah, that's how I would have yeah, imagined that, it. So that would have annoyed me because it would have made cake go all over the bed and stuff. But no, it says... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so it says she woke up at eight yesterday. When she first came to the breakfast table, my son and I were waiting. We pounced and we each grabbed a slice of chocolate cake and smeared it into her face. And I yelled, <laughs> happy birthday. <laughs> 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 so... Uh, my wife came to our daughter's <laughs> rescue and started yelling at me. All the while, my daughter was just shocked. My son and I realised we'd made a massive mistake and we apologised and my daughter went to take a shower. <laughs> <laughs> have, you, have you ever had a cake in your face? Oh, yeah. I remember um, uh, a girlfriend I had. We um, So there's, it was in the, when I was a university student, my girlfriend at the time, we were having... We'd all got out, and so there's loads of people in the in my living room, and me and her had, had an argument about something silly, and she just went into the kitchen, came back, and I was just sat there watching TV next to my friend, and I got a full uh, chocolate gato smashed right in my face, it went all over the walls. Oh, man. oh yeah, all over the walls and With everything. The waste of a chocolate gato. Oh no, yeah, it's like one of those sort of the <laughs> sort of not rather like this cakey one, more like the mousse type ones. You know, it's like brown. Sarah Lee, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. It was a Sarah Lee. <laughs> Right in my chops. Sarah Lee, double chocolate gato. Yeah. That was my birthday cake every year for like, <laughs> I don't know, 10 years yeah. from 5 to 15. <laughs> um, I, I had a cake in my face in Rapongi. So we went up there for what my birthday. I think it was maybe before I met you. And there was, on the Rapongi crossing, on the corner, yeah. there's a cake shop. Quite, quite a famous one. 
And someone went in, we're like drinking, obviously, and someone went in there and bought a cake. I thought, this is fucking suspicious. So I was kind of on a guard for it a little bit. But as they came over and happy birthday, they, yeah, just smashed the cake <laughs> in my face. But I was really, because I, I was sort of prepared for it, I, I actually kind of lent into it and went, right, I'll face first this cake. <laughs> because we're going out clubbing afterwards, right? So I put my face right in the cake, boom. And perfect i didn't get any cake on my body whatsoever oh, right. i was like fucking amazing but then this is the most annoying i'm more annoyed about the second part of this story <laughs> so just after that then there was a bit of cake left and everyone had a bit and one of the guys who was with us just picked up a, like a handful of cake and just really gently lobbed it at me and it went on my shirt which is a pale shirt and then had a big fucking chocolate stain on my shirt all night I was probably like it's probably pre my wife as well on the pool <laughs> I mean, um, yeah I just had some chocolate cake and now it's all down me <laughs> livid absolutely livid <laughs> so I, I bet the internet had something to say on this matter. Yeah, yeah. Well, so the dad said, you know, he felt bad about the prank. He thought it would make his birthday's birthday more memorable. So people on the internet, of course, obviously disagreed with the dad. As many of them said he was wrong for pranking his daughter and pointed out that most people are fond of having tricks played, especially on their birthday. One person said, you started your daughter's birthday off with a deeply unpleasant experience and then laughed at her distress. If your biggest regret <laughs> is that you didn't tell your wife beforehand, you're even more wrong. I think depends <laughs> depends on if he's been who his wife is in it really because I mean <laughs> uh, somebody else said pranks are only funny to the people who get to torment and humiliate the victim while another added this is the kind of thing that's only funny to the ones perpetuate, perp perpetuating the joke it's cruel mean and disrespectful as it gets and the third one what there's not even a punchline and why would your daughter find it funny if the target isn't laughing it's bullying and you enabled your son <laughs> Uh, so not a, not a single person has said they thought it was funny. Do you get do you get the feeling that every single person who's commented on that story has in the past been a victim of a prank? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so some Stargazer sixty five, obviously another keyboard warrior, says, "I don't understand this cake in the face thing. If anyone did that to me, they'd be going home minus some teeth." <laughs> do you know what after i got the cake in the face in rapongi one thing that kind of i thought about after that worried me a bit this is a kind of neurosis i have <laughs> you get cancer from the candles <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> could be carcinogenic <laughs> though i thought you know like sometimes like cakes have like a little metal spike in the bottom oh, of them God. to hold the cake on the board <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if you, you put a cake in someone's face, you didn't know there was a metal spike in it, and you like, jabbed them in the eye or up the fucking nose or something. Oh, just straight through the back of the head. You... Right, some sort of fucking Terminator. <laughs> it, it, gives, uh, it gives another meaning to the Eddie Izzard sketch, Cake or Death. Yeah. <laughs> That was JNSNG News.
Next, we have a very special treat. Uh, well, in fact, it's a double treat. The first treat is that in the summer, John is coming to Japan. So we might even have a chance to do a face-to-face recording, of course, with masks and helmets and <laughs> partitions. <laughs> as long as it's fucking beer. Um, <laughs> and... Um, yeah, so that's the first treat. He's coming in the summer. But because of the kind of current situation, the, the pain in the ass to get here means he's had to go to London to get a visa, which wasn't necessary before, but it is at the moment if you want to travel to Japan. So John, maybe last week or two weeks ago, went down to London. And on his way down there, because going to the Big Smoke is a special treat these days, uh, he recorded some episodes from his journey. Uh, I haven't listened to them yet, uh, but uh, I think... They're definitely going to be eye-opening. <laughs> Let's enjoy. And I've even made us a little jingle about me and you travelling around. There's a voice that keeps on calling them Down the road, that's where they'll always be Every stop they make, they make a new friend Can't stay for long, just turn around and they're gone again Maybe tomorrow John and Sam will settle down Until tomorrow they'll just keep moving on Down this road that never seems to end Where new adventure lies just around the bend So if you want to join them for a while Just grab your hat, they travel like that's John and Sam style Maybe tomorrow John and Sam will settle down Until tomorrow the whole world is their home So uh, today I'm going down to London for uh, I need to go to the Japanese embassy to try to get a visa Can't do it online because Japan Got to go there in person So I've had to take a day off work Bought a train ticket And um, the train I'm supposed to catch a connecting train to York It's been cancelled for no reason. Oh, well, it's been cancelled because we don't have enough train drivers in this country. Um, so they've told me to get on a different train, which has now been delayed. So slowly heading towards York. Going to miss my connecting train, which they'll probably try and charge me for. Really is just an absolute fucking joke of a country. Um, feeling very cheesed off annoyed that I have to go to London and even more annoyed that I live in this fucking shit country right so I just got off the train in London <laughs> managed to get the connecting train from York bit of a dash um, just spent two hours sat across from a woman who talked non-stop for two hours and when I say non-stop I don't mean like she was just talking and stop, but she literally talked non fucking stop in a mixture of German and English to the same person on the phone on loudspeaker for two hours. I had my uh, headphones in and I could still hear her. I had the volume cranked up. I was trying to concentrate, do some work, and all I could hear was her speaking in German and every now and again dropping in English words. But it was words like uh, one night stand and some guy called Jamie so sounds like she's been getting rid of cock action um, but I didn't want to fucking hear it not when I've been stressed and tired and trying to do work so I've arrived in the big smoke it is unbelievably hot gonna have to go buy a hat because I haven't got a hat I've got some sun cream but fuck me it's warm
All right, so I've just been to uh, Primark, bought myself a cheap hat, baseball cap, looked like a fucking knob. Only cost me £2.50. I had to wait about 20 minutes. It was either that or spend 12 quid on getting one that says London on the front, but I'd rather fucking wear a paper bag I've made. Just had a cheeky Nando's, and I'm now sat in the park uh, under a tree. The park is full because it is absolutely beautiful today. Looks like half the builders in London have decided to fucking clock off early because it's a Friday. Um, just sat across from the embassy waiting to go in. I'm absolutely sweating all the way through. Made the schoolboy air of wearing a grey polo neck, which looks like sweat stain central. And um, gearing myself up to deal with Japanese bureaucracy. So, a bit of food, feel a bit better dying for a beer because it is fucking beautiful but gotta wait until uh, I've paid 20 quid in cash to these cunts in the embassy because of course you can't pay with cash card so uh, they're restricting the number of people going into Japan because of coronavirus because they want to stop the spread of coronavirus and then instead of using contactless payments they make you pay in cold hard cash that could have been around any sort of covid ravaged ravaged person that's japanese uh, bureaucracy bureaucracy for you right so i've just finished in the embassy it was uh three and a half hours to get to london an hour's walk from piccadilly to uh, from king's cross to piccadilly where the embassy is uh five minutes inside the embassy handing over some documents which the woman stamped um and now it's back outside for an hour's walk back to the station red hot um somebody in the park's got smashed the face i don't know what she's done looks like she's fallen over um bit of drama i think i deserve a beer so i'm gonna go have a beer and then hopefully um my train's not gonna be delayed home and i'll get back to Huddersfield about eight o'clock tonight long day on uh, just thinking if they don't apply if they don't agree to my visa that means my wife and kids are going to go to Japan by themselves and I'll have six weeks on my own in England so I don't know which outcome is best for me really especially if the weather's going to be like this fucking hell alright beer o'clock so I've got to the station um I've had a beer, well I've had two beers and now I've got the taste for it. I've got a two and a half hour journey and it's only what, half four, so decisions have to be made. Do I buy a load of beer for the train because I've got a real thirst on now? I then end up wankered. Um, two and a half hours on the train, half an hour stopover and then a 20 minute drive, uh, 20 minute next train and then possibly from a walk home about a 15 minute walk from the station to my new house or do I be sensible don't drink now then when I get home I can drive my car to go buy some beer and it'll still only be 8 o'clock don't know what to do proper the dry mouth is say get some beers in now and then have a kip on the have a few drinks because you've done you know, 20,000 steps there, you'd be knackered. So have a few drinks, but then I think if I, the fellow passenger, do they want to sit next to somebody who's been sweating all day, who just cracks open a, a Stella in their face? So I'm just, I don't know what to do.
first world problems. Fuck it, I'm gonna get some beer. So I made the choice to get some beer, which turned out to be an absolute brilliant choice on my part because um, the train that I'm on, the carriage that I was in, that I was booked to sit in, the air conditioning is broken and it is like an absolute sauna. So the train company said, basically, don't sit in that carriage. It's all free seating. Sit wherever you want, including first class. So I've piled into first class with my beer. It's fucking air con. It's cool. People in first class are kicking off because they're happy with the scum um, joining them when they've paid more. And I'm sat there cracking open a beer, loving life, thinking, yes, power to the people. All right, so it's now uh, 7.43, so I've literally been to London and back. It's taken me 12 hours um, on the train back, sat in first class, loving it, drinking, seeing one of the most bizarre things I've seen for a long time. This woman uh, sat across from me, and there is photo evidence because I was snapping her, just sat there drinking um, Aldi cheap lager, but then eating like full raw carrots covered in mud just she'd bite the top off it and spit it out into this sort of plastic bowl and then just sit there munching a the carrot sideways I was thinking fucking hell that is weird then she just pulled out a full on cucumber started munching that on sideways she was like like somebody had been possessed by a, a horse. And then to finish it off, I jokingly, I sent my friends a picture on WhatsApp saying, oh, look, this mad bint. Um, I said, I hope she's got, she's got a bag of salad on the desk. I wonder if she's going to... And at the end, she just cracked open this bag of salad. Uh, it was pre-washed, I guess, by the looks of it. Just sat there, just ramming it into her face, like sort of I would do if I was pissed eating pork scratchings or somebody eating Doritos. So, that was my London adventure. Massive waste of time. Sunburnt, tired, drunk. Um, don't go to London. That's all I can say, just one massive disappointment. Samuel T, two prints, took a shit over a cup of tea. Probably a spot of milk and a crumb, but please. But there's someone else cooking in the kitchen. Could someone answer the burning question? All right, and now it's time for this episode's burning question, which was What's the biggest event you had the chance to go to but missed out on? Um, good or bad? So this was after I didn't go to watch my team in the playoff final, uh, which they lost. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. So actually, we haven't um, spoken about that because we recorded this a while ago. We recorded that episode a while ago. So, uh, our, because your team did lose in commiserations, they yeah. didn't make it through to the Premier League. Would you still have liked to have gone, or actually, in hindsight, are you glad to have missed out? I think if I'd have gone, they'd have won. <laughs> so, that extra support. Yeah, I think it was. Uh, it would have been. Yeah, but I mean, the the week after, you know, we're camping and stuff. Some of the guys that did go down, they they struggled for the first few days because it was a oh, yeah. monumental day. 
monumental weekend even. It was a, a, a hardcore... Yeah, I think probably it's like one of those where... But if you win, you're going to be drunk. And if you lose, you're going to be drunk. Yeah, yeah. But if you lose, you kind of kick on even harder after to kind of drown <laughs> your sorrows. Yeah. yeah. Whereas, uh, yeah. So, well, I, I'm sorry you missed. I'm sorry you missed it. And also, I'm glad that you missed it, too, in yeah. kind of uh, weird ways. <laughs> yeah. I saved myself a lot of money that I don't have, so... <laughs> yeah 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 You're, you didn't have to sell your family's tv no. <laughs> <laughs> so uh who got in touch uh yeah on facebook uh, aaron got in touch i think he's a, a friend of yours because he says uh he miss uh tom he missed tomo's first <laughs> god this is a bit of a tongue twister he missed tomo's first kids christening oh yeah uh, i forgot about jo- that john of this parish he said uh asked the rack man if you could put coca-cola <laughs> i mean i'm reading this it just doesn't i'm not sure it makes sense i'm not sure if i've lost the ability to read or if aaron's mail is completely nonsensical let me read it just verbatim and you tell me which it is tomo's first kids christening yeah. john of this parish Ask the uh, asked the rack man. Rack man is R A C. Coca R A C. Oh the R A C. Fuck you, yeah. <laughs> He hasn't he hasn't put R A C in capital, oh, so he's right. put it in lowercase letters. Yeah. So it looks like I thought it was like one of your friends or like a kind of rapper or something. No, we we drove we were driving down to his his kids, Christian, and uh, we, I was in Aaron's car and it broke down, so we ended up at the side of the road. Uh, on the motorway so that you call the RAC <laughs> <I see>. yeah. <laughs> um, so well, Aaron continues I'll, I'll, let me start this again with <laughs> RAC uh, John of this parish as in you then yeah. John of this parish asked the RAC man which is the roadside service kind of for those of you who don't know what would it be what's the the a the aa not the alcoholics anonymous the automobile association um anyway the people who come and help you tow your car and stuff um the he john asked the rac man if you could put coca-cola into the radiator if you didn't have water (laughs) apparently there was just no answer (laughs) right (laughs) yeah Aaron says uh, we got towed from Watford Gap to Manchester Uh, the three of us just hit the pubs in Salford Keys as a way to console uh, the event missing yeah it was a good day out well it was an awful day out because we were supposed to go somewhere and then spent ages in an RAC truck but yeah it was a good piss up afterwards (laughs) Uh, who else got in in touch so Daniel got in touch via uh, Gmail and he just said uh, my dad's second wedding so yeah, he, uh, he was supposed to. He didn't like his stepmom at the time, so he he didn't go to their wedding, and then uh, they'd been married thirty years, and he still really likes her now. So he he always regrets just oh. choosing not to go to. Which oh. yeah, so he made it like a little bit of a protest, yeah. and then is regretting it in the long run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always dangerous. That I think you're better. You're better off going and sulking. Yeah, uh, just in case. Yeah. Uh, another Daniel got in touch on Facebook. He said, I had a chance to go to the concert where Dimebag Daryl was murdered. Uh, he's te- he says, I'm 10 out of 10 glad I didn't go. <laughs> right. Who's Dimebag Daryl? Now, well, so... I, so this is the thing. Like I've read this out. I don't know if Dimebag Daryl's even a real person, right? But I'm assuming he's some sort of. Well, he says concert, so I'm going. 
probably not a pop star, rapper, Dimebag Daryl. Are you Googling it now? Yeah. <laughs> let's see. Let, see. Let's see if Daniel's trying to prank us. It's like a cake in the face. Dimebag Daryl is uh, an American musician. Ah, uh, oh, okay, all right. Uh, I do remember this, actually. Um, heavy heavy metal guy. Uh, so he was murdered, killed by a police officer. Oh, no. So, sorry. He was shot and killed by a deranged fan while on stage. And then three of the oh, people wow. three of the people were murdered in the shooting before the perpetrator was killed by a police officer. Yeah, I do remember this from ages ago. Did he was in Pantera? Wow. Yeah. Have you heard of Pantera? Oh, the band. Yeah, the heavy metal band. Yeah. yeah. So yeah was, I mean, on... I don't know anything, but. No, no. But yeah, yeah. So okay, well, wow, yes. Uh, so uh, like we did, we did say in in the in the uh, post. Did you have you ever missed an event like, and it could have been a good miss or a bad miss? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, I think that is definitely a good miss. Yeah, isn't yeah, it? definitely. Uh, what what about missing the final um, last week? But I also I missed it when we did get promoted. So back in twenty seventeen. So my team did get to the playoff finals and they did get promoted by uh, penalties to go. I remember I was in Japan and I was thinking I could just take two days off work, fly and come back. Um, and this was 2017. So it's before Layla was born. So I'd have I've only had that Emma. Uh, so I was financially, I thought I can get away with this. Uh, but in the end, I decided not to. And I listened to it on a, on the radio. Um, so massive regret not going to there because that sounded like it was an amazing event. Yeah, yeah, and and you and you definitely could have gone. Yeah, yeah. How about for you? Well, actually, my, the one I was going to say was fo- is football related as well. But do you remember, the, like, I, I I almost never talk about this because it still actually hurts too much. <laughs> like, it, 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 I just can't believe it. It happened. So you remember Euro '96? Yeah, yeah. and. Uh, England got to the semi-final against Germany. Yeah. yeah. So at that, at that during that tournament, I would have been 15 years old, and I played. I played in a band, and like a, like the it was like a, a jazz band, and there was the weekend. I don't can't remember what day it was the the game, but anyway, shortly after that the game, yeah. there was we had a concert, and our final rehearsal for that concert was at the same time as the semi-final against Germany. Right. And it was like a massive, massive game, right? Because yeah, we yeah. hadn't gone to the World Cup in 94. It's a football-heavy episode. We haven't gone to the World Cup in 94. So, and I said to my mum, I said, I'm not going to that practice. There's no way I'm going. I'm watching the football. And she just kind of put her mum foot down and went, <laughs> you're going. I was like, oh, no. So me and my mate, Phil, uh, who uh, he liked, we went to the same school. He liked to football as well. We both said right. Well, after the after the after the practice, we'll go home and watch it like as live if you yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. But then what happened was, as you well know, it went to penalties. Yeah. yeah. So we got got to like our house, but then my brother and dad were like inside watching. Yeah. So we had, we had to sit outside in the car while they waited for the penalties to finish. Oh. And we we're like, this is fucking obviously gone to penalties. Yeah. We should have gone in to watch the penalties, yeah. but no one told us. <laughs> so it just got completely ruined. We yeah, we saw people like ink fans in England shirts walking down the street yeah. with their heads hung low. Yeah. It was a yeah, and it was a little bit like we were saying with you before, like. Uh, 
didn't have to go through the disappointment quite so viscerally as everyone else. But at the same time, you want to be there and you want to enjoy oh, it. So yeah. I, I I think the resentment for that is the main factor in me deciding to leave the country and live in Japan. And that's all for today's show. Just leaves me to say thanks to everyone who is involved. Thanks to everyone who got in touch uh, for the burning question. If you want to get in touch with us, you can find us on uh, Facebook and Twitter, uh, of course, and and our own website, www.johnandsaminjapan.com. Yep, so this just leaves me with uh, this episode's burning question. After my sort of 12-hour ordeal to go all the way to London for a 20-minute fucking chat in the embassy, what is the most horrific journey you've been on? <laughs> <laughs> giving a you see that's given me a little insight into your uh the audio you've sent which i still haven't listened to yet because yeah, right. we haven't <laughs> yeah. yeah so it's given it's given me a little trailer that it's horrific yeah well <laughs> right anything else no i think that's all all right catch, catch you later, later. It is time to go, that's the end of the show. If you liked it, write a review. Five stars or F you. And if you want to get in touch, we'd like that very much. Send a tape of your comedy, not a tape, just an MP3. Send us some comedy or a song that is funny. Send us your favourite bit. But we don't want your dick pics. It is time to go. That's the end of the show. Tell your friends and your family. Or even the people you're married. You should join in. Answer the burning question Send a new story Preferably something we can find about We're on the social media sites Facebook and Twitter day and night It's John and Sam in Japan at gmail.com And if you do this then maybe, just maybe Sam will put his clothes back on John and Sam in Japan The International Comedy Podcast